we're back live on your number one sports podcast, All Things Sports. I'm your co-host, Small Town EP, coming to you live from the chilly city of Atlanta, joined by your host, Wade Julian, and our guest for the evening, Big Kev Shotted. In a week where the NFL Combine begins and LeBron James shows us that the past is really just the present and possibly the future, ATS yeah. is back to give you the real in sports. We'll start in the NFL this evening. It seems that the defending champions can't stay off of the news, can't stay out of the commentary, are consistently on the radar. Miko Hardman is in the news this week for some comments that might lead to some tampering investigations. He details his experience within the first couple weeks of the season in New York. Of course, he was a New York Jet for a couple weeks, signed in the offseason as a free agent for a $4 million deal. And says, you know, he wasn't really feeling it. Says he was a little misled by, if I'm not mistaken, last name Boyle, which is the special teams uh, coordinator in New York, was a little misled on the punt return job, things like that. Says, hey, week four came around at home against Kansas City. I didn't want to play. I'm not. He literally quote unquote said, I'm not catching for that man, referring to his special teams coordinator, right? Goes back to Kansas City. Ends up catching the game, the Super, the, the Super Bowl game-winning catch that he didn't even know was a game-winning catch. But he does say, hey, you know, I, I spoke to Chiefs GM, and I spoke to Pat, and I told them to, quote-unquote, come get me. Mm. Kev, you know, you being the New York Jets resident on the All Things Sports Podcast, your number one sports podcast brought to you by Small Town Productions. Uh- is this some serious tampering? Is he walling out? Is this a charge, a chargeable offense here, Kev? I mean, it's McCall Hardman, so like, I don't really care. But if you're gonna air it out like that, like, you gotta be like, obviously the Jets are now gonna do whatever they need to do to get a draft pick or whatever they need to get from the Chiefs. Because, yeah, I mean, you snitched on yourself. You told on yourself, like. So now you got to pay the consequences and uh, you can't, you can't tell on yourself and then go on Twitter the next day after the reports are out and try to take it back and be like, no, let's make the, let's make this clear. You already made it very clear when you were on the podcast with Ryan Clark. And you said that you said what you said, like you said that you talked to the GM and Mahomes and told them, come get me. Um, So you can't really go back and say that the part that I thought was interesting was what sauce Gardner had to um, say on Twitter, which he actually went back and deleted the tweet. But he said, quote, we ain't going to talk about how our offensive game plan got leaked versus the Eagles. Mm. A game which the Jets won. Um, but mm. I don't know what the uh, what the um, allegation is there or what he's hinting at. But it seems like McCall Hardman was a little bit upset with the Jets and decided to leak game plans to the Chiefs and the Eagles is what people are now starting to hint at. Um, so, yeah, I mean. It is what it is. He was off the team by week six. I don't think it affected our team one way or the other. I just think it's it's stupid. Like Thomas Moore said, said, you know, be careful of, you know, what a disgruntled former employee says. Uh, and then he said it's tough when you get beat out by a, an undrafted rookie for your position. So hmm. I think I think he's more just hurt. Feelings hurt more than anything. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think he should be like he won a Super Bowl. He got at the end of the yeah. day, he got ring out of it. So I'm um, not sure why he's still harping on it, but do what you got to do, my guy. You know, 
That's that's all I got to say. He did credit the defense, though. He credited the defense and said that they have a culture. There's just no culture on the offense. So I, I yeah. don't know. He's all over the place. I, I, real quick, E, before you kind of chime in on this as the resident Chiefs fan of the pod, uh, like you started off with, Kev, it is McCall Hardman, so it's not like breaking news or anything. I think it is kind of funny how, uh, you know, the Pivot podcast is a great podcast, and I think that they do such a great job of making the player or whoever it is, the interviewee, feel so comfortable as to where they feel they can share this type of information, right? And it's like, wait, 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 I, I forgot, you know, this is this is a viral clip here. And so McCall Hardman kind of let one slip, if you will. Um, the Jets, if I was, you know, a Jets fan, I would definitely hope that we tried to talk to the NFL into, you know, getting some compensation for this because it is a rule is a rule at the end of the day. And um, it's not like the Jets went out of their way to click YouTube and see McCoy Hardman talking about how he was tampering with the chiefs. And so um, sometimes you got to just let people do it to themselves. And that seems to be the case here, but honestly, like Kev said, and like I said, just now it, it's, it's not that big of a deal because you know, McCoy Hardman and the chiefs won, right? The chiefs won a super bowl. So like talking about that, it's like you're bitter about an ex, but you got a new girlfriend. Like, what are you still harping on this for? So. It is what it is. Real quick, Kev. Um, no, EP, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I didn't have time to actually go through and listen to the entire thing because, you know, clips come out and things are perceived Fair. one way or another, you know. My whole thing is, was he asked about this or is this just information that he just started offering? If this is, and I'll play both sides. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. If this is information that he's just offering, then, yeah, you, you, you sound kind of weird right now, bro. Like, you just won a Super Bowl. Who cares about your ex where it didn't work out? regardless of how, you know, nasty the work was over there. Who cares? Which is why when, when Kev brought this topic up in the group chat, I was like, who cares? Now, if it, if it, he was just asked, you know, or whatever, then I think that's a different story. Um, I don't think he sounds as disgruntled at that point. But uh, snitching on yourself, bro, and trying to walk there's, back. Trying there's to walk still back, like... They're yeah. still like, even if you were asked about it, it's like, hey, man, past is the past. You know what I'm saying? Situation. Yeah. Happens. There's a high road to take in certain situations. And I think that it would have been more appropriate for him to take the high road here uh, when talking about, one, a team that, based on last season, wasn't shit compared to the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the Jets have a great group on defense, have potential to do some things this year with their quarterback coming back and and have a good roster. But that team was nowhere near the Chiefs' level, you know what I'm saying, for him to kind of just go back and talk about what could have been. Because if that's the case, you should have been a great player on that offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I do, to his defense, you know, Zach Wilson. I'm not going to defend Zach Wilson. To, you know, I'm not here to go through the season he had. He did start to play better toward the end. That's neither here nor there. But it is Zach Wilson, and we know, you know, what he is – kind of made of and their quarterback situation at the end of the day. But I do think, again, McCall Hardman could have took the higher road here. Kev, real quick, just while we're on the Jets, you had choice words on Monday night before we left. Uh, right before we got out of here, you had some choice words for Bill's star tackle, Deion Dawkins. He was on Vlad TV podcast. I had to, yeah, I had to sit there and like ponder on what, why do you, oh, I thought about that clip I saw on, on uh, Twitter. And so Deion Dawkins had some choice words basically going over the fact that the, the Jets are full of a bunch of guys who love to take pictures and this, that, and the third. You probably know the quote more so than I do. 
you want to talk on that, um, let me know how you feel and, and, and what you think about Deion Dawkins, maybe unnecessary comments. I mean, it was definitely unnecessary. First of all, you're talking about saying that all they want to do is go on Instagram. You're sitting on Vlad TV shirtless. Like, let's, <laughs> that's the first part. Like, you're doing a whole interview with no shirt on, so who's really looking for attention here? And then the other part of it is I just thought it was hilarious that he's like, Quinnen Williams, by the way, he's valid because he knows he got to see Quinnen on that line. And so yeah. I wouldn't want to make Quinn and Williams mad either. So you're a bitch, like you're you're bitch made for that because you know that that's the one person who you're gonna have to see on that line, and you know he's gonna get by you and make you look foolish three yeah. or four times in a game. And so you got to credit Quinn and Williams now, and uh, and get that out of the way. But bro, like even if even if that is the case, and that whole defense, other than Quinn and Williams, according to Deion Dawkins, just wants to take right. pictures on Instagram, they were still the best rated defense in the league last year. So go take all the pictures you want. As long as you're going to perform, I could care less. Yeah. And by the way, I want a full disclaimer here. Uh, Mr. Deion Dawkins, if this video, you know what I'm saying, finds your way, finds a way to you. Uh, Kev is a Jets fan. I do not defend the Jets publicly. Uh, Kev is the one who has the choice words. Listen, I'm going to let him have the platform to say whatever he'd like. Please, if you see us all in public together, take that up with him, not me. But I uh, just wanted to, and I, and I must say, Kev, I respect how you standing on business because I asked you about what you said last week and you said it again. So respect. Hey, put a shirt on. Hey, that that we can agree there, Deion Dawkins. Put a fucking shirt on. Nah, for sure. Listen, I didn't. I missed you know about twenty seconds of this whole thing. My dog was wild, and I had to make sure that no one was you know trying to trying to come up on me in this chilly chilly Atlanta weather. But uh, <laughs> that. Definitely put a shirt on. I don't care if Benny the Butcher gave you a BSF chain, you know, and all that. Nobody cares, bro. Put a shirt on. Especially when Vlad TV is a known federal enforcer. You know what? Wrong pod. Wrong pod. Wrong pod. Wrong pod. Wrong pod. Oh, shit. In other news. Yeah, right? We'll stay, we'll stay in the NFL. Steelers GM had some choice, positive choice words for Kenny Pickett, saying that he has the utmost faith in his QB. June, should Kenny Pickett be QB1 in week one in, in Pittsburgh? Um, I mean, at this point, yes. Like, I, I think Kenny Pickett isn't a bad quarterback. I don't think he's as questionable as da <clears throat> the Daniel Jones is where I was going with this. And so I don't think he's as questionable as Daniel Jones. I think he's uh, – I think he has a bit more upside in my personal opinion. The thing about Kenny Pickett is that I would like to see what he does with a new offensive coordinator. Um, and I feel, I feel crazy saying this because, you know, I look at his stats. I'm trying to be nice here. He's a Pittsburgh kid drafted to his hometown team. You know, Matt Canada was flamed for the offense he was running there. George Pickens and Deontay Johnson don't help that the fact that they're, you know, super divas that underproduce. You know, it's a lot going on in Pittsburgh. Najee Harris lost a, a shirt or six and isn't the same guy they drafted him to be. Um, but, however, they found their way to be an over 500 team again, right? Like, they, they're, they're not a losing football team. And so Kenny Pickett doesn't necessarily push the needle for them to go over and beyond. Uh, through two seasons, he's only had 4,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. And when I say only 13, that's that's a very low number of touchdowns and a very low number of interceptions um, throughout two years, which means he's not really even moving the ball. 
that is problematic. I do think that there can be changes. I think they can see improvements in that offense is why I'm I'm still holding out a bit of hope. They're also in a position where who's going to be the quarterback, right? I mean, I, they're not going to go and draft a guy um, at, I don't know what pick they have, but I'm sure it's 18, 19 or so, 20, something like that. So, yes, I do think he should be QB1 for time being. Give him one more crack at it. You know, you're still on his rookie deal. You're not, you know, you're not forced to pay him or anything like that. Um, and kind of see where the chips fall with a new offense this year. So I'm not saying this in the sense of Kenny Pickett, man, he's going to do great. I'm also not going to go as far as, you know, how I went crazy on Daniel Jones in 2022 going into 2023, uh, where Daniel Jones had an amazing season and made me look crazy. But I'm all for it. If, if Kenny Pickett is going to have a Pro Bowl season next year, like, I'm all for it. I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at uh, you know, somebody succeeding. So I also ironically have a Pittsburgh um, Pirates hat on. So maybe that's the thinking cap doing it for me. I did Let's notice, go. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. When you jumped on, I saw the, because uh, I think we were talking about the picket situation when you jumped in and Pittsburgh <laughs> hat, so. Cap, um, before you know Kat, before I get your comments on the Kenny Pickett situation, because you, you brought this up to the group chat as a, as a topic for the pod tonight. June brought up Daniel Jones in New York. Uh, there's a lot of people that have Drake May falling to six to the Giants and a North Carolina Tar Heel replacing a Duke Blue Devil in the NFL mm. would be spicy. Mm. But mm. Kev, should Kenny Pickett be QB one in Week One in Pittsburgh or for Pittsburgh? I'm not sure if they're at home or away in the in the first week of the season. Um, so it's tough because it's like Julian said. Like, I am not a fan of George Pickens. I'm not as high on him as a lot of people are. Um, he reminds me of Chase Claypool, who, like, what is he doing now? He couldn't even get on the field for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I, I'm, he's in a tough situation because Najee's not what they drafted him to be. Uh, they don't really have a number one receiver. They don't really have a number one tight end. Like, Firemuth is okay, but he's not. He's not the, uh, Travis Kelsey, obviously. I like that. Um, not a TJ Hawkinson. Um, yeah, he, he's a he's a serviceable tight he's end. A, he's a player. Speed. Yeah, but um, I think they need to exhaust their options as far as who's in the trade market. Uh, the Russell Wilsons, uh, whether Chicago wants to move on from Justin Fields, I think that could maybe be potentially the route they go. Um, I think cousin Kirk Cousins is probably going to be back in Minnesota, uh, from what it looks like. Um, and, and coming off the, yeah and and coming off the Achilles with the lack of talent on the outside um not sure that that's a great situation for Kirk to go to but um they're gonna ride this there's still a team that's gonna ride their defense next year pause and so um I think if you're Kenny Pickett and you do end up the starting quarterback you just need to not make mistakes um he's seven and five in both years as a starter so he's 14 and 10 overall um he's just been he's been whatever uh mason rudolph came in uh the last three games and went three and oh i don't care i mean yeah he went three <laughs> though with no turnovers nah, it's fair. i get it i'm just a hater i'm listen there's some guys i'm gonna hate all right mason so, rudolph's on that list i mean you could make the argument that maybe mason rudolph is mason rudolph also player. has way more experience here in the league you know what i'm saying he does but I mean, so Chad Henney has more experience than Patrick Mahomes in the league, and 
You know what I mean? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, this is like the third time Kev has like gave you some fact. And you're like, all right, bro, you got it, you got it. <laughs> like experience doesn't do anything for me if you're not. Motherfucker said, motherfucker said, Chad Henny. Hold on, I gotta put my glasses on. He said, Chad. Henny. Nah, not the glasses. I forgot about Chad. Henny. <laughs> hey, so, shout to Chad Henny for throwing that first down to Tyreek Hill versus the Browns in a in a big playoff game, divisional round 2021 or 2020. I believe what I will say about Kenny Pickett that I do like is in his 24 starts, he does have seven game winning drives. So um, that to me is impressive that he can come down the field in a make or break situation and get the job done. Um, so that's, that's the plus side for Pickett. I do think they need to get him some help though. Um, somewhere on the outside, they need a receiver. So uh, I think, yeah, Kenny Pickett probably should be the starter. If your options in the trade market are non-existent, um, but if you go into next year with Kenny Pickett as a starter, you need to get him some help on offense. Agreed. Nah, I agree. It's a it, it's a tough division when you when you know you're you're in that division specifically. It, it, you got to kind of work with what you got if you can't get more than what you already have. So it's tough. I don't want to say yay or nay on if he should be QB one because you know we have the draft coming up. We got you know a couple of things happening. Pieces can move here and there. He hasn't been horrible. He just hasn't been the guy that really fits what Mike Tomlin has. The quarterback that Mike, Tom, that Mike Tomlin team embodies, essentially. Yeah. Who knows? It's Pittsburgh. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I like the, the idea of, you know, them going after Justin Fields. We are hearing kind of these rumblings of Justin Fields in Atlanta. And Atlanta being the team that might want to trade for him. I don't want to over-speculate on the video that circulated online where he was jumping up and down, somebody in the background saying, you know, going back home or whatever the case was. Yeah, I hometown boy. See, yeah, I could definitely see, you know, a world where Atlanta makes the trade for him. It makes total sense. But uh, I guess we'll kind of just wait for that to come out and um, not one of these, you know, verified Twitter pages. I'll tell you what, too, that uh, if they can make that trade, that's a scary read option. Yeah. Fields and yeah. But it won't be the scariest because Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor are still a thing. <laughs> they had four, I mean, they had four plays together last year. Four plays. Four plays. Anthony Richardson blows his shoulder. So just just saying. I'm still I'm still waiting for Russell Wilson to to complete his uh his hero arc in Atlanta. As like a defy all the odds, nothing can stop me. Can, God is on my side. Can you side. see? Can you see <laughs> Russell Wilson winning the Super Bowl? All right, this is complete fallacy bullshit. But he just like wins the Super Bowl in Atlanta, and then it's like friends and family on the field. Sierra gives him a hug. Baby Future, he just lifts him up. He's like, "I love you, son. We won hey. the Super Bowl. We're going to Disney World." <laughs> he, better, he better not do that on the field. He and might then, get and then, yeah, and then and then like they're on the roller coaster, front row, and then you see. You look behind him and you see Future just sitting there. He's like doing the roller coaster with no motion. <laughs> no emotion, facts. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Atlanta ain't winning shit. That's all I got to say. It is. I want to kick it over to the chat real quick. Cardi in there. First things first, he says, let's go heat. We'll get into the NBA. Yes, sir. And he says that we cooking as always. And then that boy Ray Cambam. Shout out to Ray. Now he's had the baby shower recently. Congrats. Shout out to Ray. God bless you, know, him, my boy. Yeah, God bless you. It's a beautiful thing when you are uh, bringing a beautiful got... piece of life into the into the hey, world. EP, I want to acknowledge the fact that like life just goes on and on and on, right? Like you just mentioned, you know, um, the first father 
Shout out to Cardi, man. Shout out to Cardi, Cairo. Blessings to him. Um, Ray, father to be. You know what I'm saying? Just had his baby shower with Chanel. Like, beautiful shit here, man. And we got, you know, our our, our family member, Kev, right here is, is a father to be. Him and Rachel are welcoming a, a, a beautiful child into this world as well. So it's, it's just, it's surreal because, I mean, this time last year, none of this was a thing. I mean, Cardi, I, I want to say Cardi, his his boy was like September, I believe, right? Cairo's birthday is in September. But um, Correct. yeah, I mean, you know, it was just a new thing kind of thing. So shout out to the All Things Sports Podcast family, all the, you know, friends and family in the chat that show love and show support for us, um, just kind of growing and, and, and doing their thing individually. We love to see that. Appreciate it. He'll be, he'll be making an appearance within a year. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's get it. And like I said, since Cardi brought it up, he said, let's go here. We're not going to get to the heat yet, but we're going to d- jump into the NBA real quick. The LeBron James-led Lakers is how I'm going to put this. Come down. Co- whoa, wow. Crazy. Come back from 21 down in the fourth quarter. LeBron mm-hmm. James puts on a spectacle along with AD. I, 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 you know, I really like calling him street clothes, but I can't really call him street clothes these days. Nah, he, nah, he, nah. He's he doing what he got to do. He's doing what he got to do. Him and Kawhi. Facts. Big facts. What a great battle of L.A. was last night. Um, I actually fell asleep at about the third quarter, so I didn't catch this. Well, I had to watch the highlights in the morning and stuff and get caught yeah. up. I was watching the game, but I just didn't make it to the end of the game. I mean, June, talk to me. LeBron was in the Miami for a little bit. He was doing this all the time. I'm sure you got some thoughts on it. I'm sure you got some thoughts on it. Because the man I went mean, crazy. Listen, LeBron James has been my favorite player ever since Dwayne Wade left the game. And um, it's it's just one of those things that we can't take for granted. I mean, he's 39 years old. He's in his 21st season, 20th or 21st season now. And I, so my father and... My brother-in-law, shout out to Arash, shout out to my pops. You know they're Lakers fans, right? So they were in the group chat. They, and anytime it's fucking 11 o'clock or midnight and they're texting the group chat, I'm like, oh, the Lakers got to be on or something. Something's going on with the Lakers. And so last you know, last night, Araf is texting LeBron, LeBron. And I go to the group chat and I see LeBron, LeBron. And I was actually – I had to get up early this morning, so I, I wanted to go to sleep early. But everybody's talking about LeBron, and I'm like, let me turn this game on. I know it was a blowout earlier. They were down 21. Um, so I caught like the last four and a half minutes and I didn't see the onslaught that LeBron did live. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see all those three pointers. He just hit back to back to back. Three I, threes you know, I, to start the quarter is crazy. I caught up and 19 points in a quarter. I mean, anybody that does that, that's, that's an amazing feat. So for it to be LeBron at this time in his career against the Clippers on the road, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's just like whenever this does end, whenever this road does come to an end, it's going to be something that we're, we'll never we'll never get back. It's one of those things. Where, like, obviously, you know, Dwayne Wade, I miss him to death. You know, it, it was when he left the heat, it, I kind of felt that. That was what I felt. And then he came back and we, we felt, you know, we felt great again. But it was his time, right? It was Dwayne Wade's time to go when he did. He left the game with a triple-double from Udonis Haslam. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was beautiful. And I felt like, all right, that was like one of those things where we can put this to rest and and, and his career will forever live on. 
LeBron, though, LeBron's going to retire, in my opinion, when he still has gas in the tank. Because I think LeBron has gas in the tank for the next seven years. And not to say at this elite level, however, LeBron is still a top 10 player in the league. And to say that he's a top 10 player in this league with all the skill and all the talent that we have with these young guys, it's crazy. So I do think LeBron is is is, is just amazing. He's closing in on 40,000 points now. Like, what, what more can we ask for to not? And, and you still don't want to call him the GOAT. I get it, but it's my GOAT. I love that you say, uh, what more can we ask for? Because it, it reminds me of uh, Jay-Z's What More Can I Say? When at the end, he says, we'll see what happens when I no longer exist. He just drops the mic and walks off. Kev, yeah. how did you feel about the LeBron James performance last night and the Lakers coming back 21 down in the, first, in the fourth quarter? It's funny because I was texting my group chat and – I almost said LeBron turning back the clock. And I thought to myself, this is just LeBron. Like he's never, like it's just been this, his whole career, 21 years in, and this is still who he is. And that to me is the most impressive part um, of his career is like, he has not slowed down outside of a series in 2011 that we shall not talk about. Um, but other than that, he's, he, <laughs> other than that, like he has not, slow down like he's just been this dominant force in the league for 21 years and yeah. so to watch him drop 19 points in the fourth quarter and outscore the whole Clippers team in the fourth quarter himself and to bring them back from down 21 um yeah that was special that was like I, I, I mean like it's almost like you don't even know what to say because it was right. just like it's just LeBron and he he played the full fourth quarter at 39 years old. He's playing 12 minutes in the fourth um, and just willing his team to victory. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a game that you need, like at this point where they're, where they're at in the standings, they need every game that they can get. And uh, that would have been a tough loss for them last night. And they were able to come back and Norman Powell hit a buzzer beater, crazy buzzer beater to end the third quarter and put them up 19. And you think like, oh, think, everything's just going right for the Clippers tonight. It's just that night. And then LeBron just turned it up in the fourth quarter and didn't look back. And, uh, yeah, that was a special moment last night from LeBron to uh, be able to bring him back. Hey, as if 19 points weren't enough in the fourth quarter for LeBron James, the last possession, nine seconds left, Tyron Lue calls a timeout. I mean, they've got James Harden on the floor. They've got Kawhi Leonard. You just mentioned Norman Powell hit a big shot, right? They got some guys on that floor. Kawhi Leonard gets the call, and LeBron James is right there playing defense, ISO, and forced him into a horrible shot. Horrible shot that Kawhi, I'm sure, wasn't even happy with the shot he took because um, it wasn't a high percentage one. And what a way to close it out, man, on defense, right? It's always feeling good. It's always a good feeling. As good as, like, game winners are and go-ahead buckets are, like, closing that game out on defense. As Heat fans, Kev, I think we can relate. Like, that's a good feeling where we're like, yeah, we're going to lock you up last possession. It's going to be – we're going to, like, give our fans the most anxious time here but we're going to close it out and we're going to get a stop on defense and it's going to feel a little, it's not, it might not feel better than a game winner or a go ahead bucket, but it's going to feel just as good. Um, and to some maybe better because you, you understand that there's pride being taken when, when it comes down to getting stops and uh, especially clutch stops. So shout out to LeBron doing it on both sides of the floor, 39 years old. Um, again, what more can I say? Right. Where the EP. And this series have been a, 
it, it, it's been lopsided each way for, you know, a set amount of years. The Lakers had it for a little bit in the Kobe era. Clippers couldn't win nothing. You know, Clippers have had the upside for the last couple of years. And the Lakers come in this season. They play each other four times. And the Lakers take the series three to one against, like you just said, a Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Norman Powell-led Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, with the Clippers leaving this year, you know, to to their, you know, new arena with their new rebrand and their new logo. Inglewood. You know what I'm saying? What a feat in a year it has been and what a way to kind of, for LeBron to just show off what he does by, you know, beating the Clippers in the season series. Three to one, not two two. Three you know, to one, baby. Three to one. Hey, Kev, do you have uh, the, the? Are you gonna say something about the wall promo they did, or what was that smirk? Oh, okay. oh no, I was, I was just gonna say. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Clippers apparently already have Lakers fans taking over their uh, whole arena. No way. Oh, you guys didn't see. So I'll no. just really quickly. Nah. There was two look like younger kids, probably teenagers, who um. God bless them, because they recorded the whole thing, and uh, I'm sure they will be in jail soon. But they broke into the Clippers' new arena, and uh, yeah, found a fire extinguisher, put the fire extinguisher, and oh just, my god, yeah, they, breaking and entering, trespassing, uh, damage to property. I'm yeah, sure man, man, without that, because then they put it on social media because that is the uh, thing to do nowadays. But uh, but hey, I mean. Keep tradition alive, right? Keep the Lakers fans coming into uh, Clippers home games. Yeah, in the words of another rapper, who am I to fuck tradition up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll keep it in the NBA. And for the viewers that are watching, a second ago, about 30, 45 seconds ago, you might have seen my face kind of just astounded. You know, I I do the production in the middle, you know what I'm saying? What's the score, buddy? What's the score? Oh, my goodness. We're going to take a live look into what I thought would be a marquee game this evening between the Warriors on the road in Madison Square Garden. And they are up by 14 points, 64. Actually, I'm sorry, 12 points. So the Knicks just scored. 60, actually, 14, 66-52. Seven and a half minutes left in the third quarter. The Knicks have lost seven out of their last 10. Much different from when we were talking about them a couple weeks ago, winning 10 straight, dominating the month of January. February has not been as nice to the New York Knicks. You got Draymond Green right now with two points. Kamingo, who I am growing to very much appreciate. 18 points, 9 for 14 from the field, 5 rebounds, and assist. Curry got 22 points. I mean, what else do you expect from a star like Court, uh, like Curry going into a place yes, like, Curry. Like, like, like MSG? And, yeah. I mean, on the other side of it, and this is just people that are on the court right now, I mean, Hardenstein, no points. Um, Achua, three points. Brunson got 12. Hart got 11. DiVincenzo got 13. Why are the Knicks falling apart before our eyes, June? <clears throat> I mean, you know, like you said, they had a great month. That's crazy. They had a great month of January. <laughs> they had, you know, just passed the trade deadline, made some great acquisitions. Um, and right now, I think time and, and, and health is just catching up to them. It's fair. You know, OG Ananobi's been out with this mysterious elbow injury. Julius Randle's been out since they played Miami. Uh, 
Jalen Brunson tweaked an ankle a couple times. Um, they're also missing Mitchell Robinson for months now. And because I'm trying to think of the fourth because I got yelled at on Twitter. We're missing four starters. Uh, which <laughs> I get. I get it. I get it. Um, whoever He's, else, right? Whoever else. You sound and, like and, The Rock right now. Corey Rose needs to finish his story. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, Dante DiVincenzo being your best player, your second best option, night in and night out, is just not going to get it done, frankly, for, for over a long period of time. And, um, yeah, they're just, you know, the injury bug has got them right now, and and, and they're just fighting, man. They're fighting. They're, they're still a good team. They're still a, a contending team. However, it's going to be interesting for me now, being as though they're not coming off any high, right? They're not, like, getting their guys back from injury where they're just rolling. They're struggling right now. And so when they start to get these guys back one by one, how is the lineup going to change? How are things going to mesh? You know, are guys going to feel as comfortable in their roles as they once did? Obviously, Julius Randle understands his position in this lineup. Obviously, Jalen Brunson understands his position. But with Julius Randle coming back, Dante DiVincenzo is going to get less touches. With OG Ananobi coming back, you know, we're going to see how that affects him and Dante DiVincenzo's offensive production. And so just a little interesting to see Josh Hart's usage is up because they, you know, it has to be. And I'm sure Knicks fans are going to be happy when Josh Hart's offensive production goes down. But just in terms of how it'll all work itself out, yeah, it's, it's going to be something to see. But what did you say? They, they losers of how many of their last what? Oh, they are three and seven in their last ten. They've lost seven mm, out of their last ten. Mm, mm. And I'm and and, the, and real quick, I hope they lose tonight because Miami Heat are closing in on that four set uh, on that four seed. We're winners of our last five and also winners of nine of our last eleven. And uh, we're closing in on the thirty three twenty five. They're thirty five and twenty four. You know, we play tonight. They play tonight. Let's try to let's try to close that gap. And I love that you mentioned that because I was definitely going to mention that they do. They are the Knicks are number four, right in front of the Heat with a game and a half mm-hmm. on them. If they do lose tonight, it'll be it'll dwindle down to a half a game on the Heat. And on the other side of this, Golden State Warriors don't look now, but start paying attention. They are eight and two in their last ten games. Now I do understand that they are tenth, right? Yeah, tenth in the Western yep. Conference. But they are eight and two in their last ten games. They're they're about three and a half games outside of being in the top six in the West. Kev, is this a viable feat for the Warriors? Can they make it into the top six, or are they a playing team at best? Mm. Mm. Uh, I think they're getting hot at a good time, but I also think that um, they maybe got hot a little too late. Um, I think they're gonna end up mm. in the playing still. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. As far as the Knicks go, though, if I could just touch on them really quick, uh, pause. Um, you know, if, if there's an opportunity to, I'm going to uh, take it. Uh, they are. As of the All Star, let's just do this because make it easier. As of the All Star break, they were 22 and two against teams below 500, and 11 and 20 against teams who were above 500. Now, there's a football team who I talked about that remind me a lot of this team. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Miami Dolphins. What's that mean? So, Miami Dolphins. So, um, yeah, I, I think that the New York Knicks are probably the Miami Dolphins of the NBA right now. Um, beat up on bad teams. 
don't really win, don't really get the job done against good teams. And uh, I think, I mean, we've seen it. Like, that's what we're seeing right now. And granted, they have guys out, but the Heat have had guys out, and they haven't blinked an eyelash. They've been able to go on a nice little run as of late, even with guys out of the lineup, guys in and out of the lineup. So, yeah. I mean, you know, great teams get it done. when, when no, no matter the situation, you got to get it done. If you get to the postseason and a guy goes down, look at the Heat last year. Tyler Hero went down, got all the way to the mm-hmm. finals. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, I just think this is who they are. They're, uh, they're like a middle of the pack team, uh, who's not really, I think they end up like a four or five seed when, when right. this is all done. Hey, Kev, yeah. right now. are you sporting Nick's colors right now? Is that an orange and blue? No, this is, this is a, uh, red ish. That's color? red. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks for the clarity. Yeah. Thanks for the clarity. Yeah, no. Just wanted to, cause I, I'm sporting the Pittsburgh, you know, pirates. And as I was talking about Pittsburgh Steelers, I kind of was being a little, you know, a little nice. You, if you were sporting the orange and blue, still don't have those words for them, which I appreciate. Stand on your yeah. business, as I said. And um, one more point on the Warriors. Jonathan Kaminga, over these past 20 games, man, he's averaging about 20 points a Ball. game. He's doing Ball. amazing. And it's really since that time where, he, you know, Steve Kerr had him out the lineup not doing much, and he talked to him personally one-on-one. Steve Kerr challenged him, kind of kept it brutally honest with him, what they need from him. And we've seen vast improvement and again like Kev said they're just getting hot at the right time uh I don't think they are a playoff team I do think they are a play-in team with the opportunity to win you know who wants to play Steph Curry in a winner go home situation but um it is a little it is a little late they only have 30 wins on the season right now like that's going to be tough to catch up from now because we're talking about the Lakers who are two games ahead of them you know needing all the wins they could get it's definitely uh going to be tough but they can start tonight, man. Are they in the garden? Steph Curry put on a show. You know what I'm saying? Hold it down for the foe. And, uh, yeah, we got NBA Finals matchup coming up right after. That's the marquee matchup we were that, that you thought you were going to see. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And that keep you in mind, you was going to see. Yeah, and keep in mind that one of those Nick wins was a very controversial win early in the last couple of days against Detroit, mm-hmm. last couple of seconds, you know, against Detroit. Yes, I said that. Uh, barely won against Detroit on a questionable call who the refs later after the game, but we're not going to talk about refs because that's a whole, that's a whole other hour mm-hmm. of a pod right there. But the refs... The only Knicks fans talk about refs, <laughs> which was ironic to me because they wanted to uh, not talk about refs after that game, but hey, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Barely won. It's not, uh... looking, it's not looking good for them. And then, as June was just referencing, we'll just, you know, kind of jump right into it. We do have an NBA Finals rematch this evening in Denver, formerly known as the Pepsi Center. I always forget what that center is called now. It's but the Ball Arena. The, that's right, the Ball Arena. Uh, Over knows the Pepsi Center. Miami travels over to the Mile High City in Denver tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Heat are... Six and a half point underdogs on the road against the defending champions. Kev, what do you see tonight? I'm going to ask you straight up like I asked you last time. Do you guys cover and win? Do you guys cover or do you guys lose? You're, you're asking him the question with the, knowing the answer, correct? <laughs> uh, you know, I will say, you know, Last time, I'm expecting him. I'm sorry, Kev. I'm expecting him to put some respect on the defending champion's name. I'm sorry, June. I, you know, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, this isn't, you know, it's not Sacramento. It is the defending champions. We're, we're going up against a two-time MVP in Nikola Jokic, going, dealing with the altitude. Um, you know, this is a different situation than just having guts. You know, you can still have the guts and not really like your situation. With Kevin Love out tonight, especially Tyler Hero still out. We're one and nine against Denver in our last 10 games against them. Um, Denver's playing really good basketball right now. But so are the Heat. And we are going to go into Denver and not only cover, but we are going to win. On this road trip, bring it back home. Let's go on a run. Jim DP is here. You see the calendar. It's time. It's over. Over for the league. It's that time. What did he say? It's that time. Yeah. It's that time. We don't have We got another time. Yeah. And it's Jim DP time. You, you, yeah. Did you did you hey. did you take the boost today, Kevin? Did you did, did you did you play? Did you put? Did you sprinkle? Well, I don't think there? Hard Rock want to keep boosting those Miami Heat, getting smacked they, up, up and down. They did boost them. They did boost Let's them. Fucking go They're plus one ninety. So I, I haven't taken it yet, but as soon as we get off of here, I will probably go take that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get off of here shortly because we we gotta get off in time for the game so you can take that bet. And before you ask me anything, I was gonna get upset with Kev EP if he told me that we didn't have enough or anything like that because on Monday night I tried to say, listen, I'm not sure and all this uncertainty, and he let me know right to my face. I'm upset with you. We have enough. It's just the Kings. We're gonna go on the road. Heat Nation West. You get what I'm saying? And we took care of business, right? We then, let's get to this, Joe Cronin. We then went and took care of business in Portland. Call them a horrible team. I'll call them a horrible team, too. Didn't win a game oh, in the month oh, of February. Franchise. Yeah, franchise. Didn't win a, a game in the month of February. Um, and just a stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? Just another gear shift for Jimmy and Bam to show what they have. Um we're going into Denver. Kev just said it. One and nine against this team. Nikola Jokic dominates us. It's not a good matchup for us. They shoot the ball extremely well. They move the ball extremely well. But this is a Miami Heat team who in the month of February has the second best defense in the league. Our offensive production hasn't gone to the heights we want it to go yet. However, it has gone up. Everybody's numbers are improving. Terry Rozier back in the lineup. DeLon Wright. Point of attack defender on Jamal Murray. I want to see that matchup all night. Give it to me. No pause, baby. That's, that's how I'm feeling, right? And so, now nah, we got to pause that. But, um, <laughs> but, Jim VP time of the year. It's, it's, it's now February. It will be probably March by the end of this game. You know what I'm saying? It's that time of the season. Bam Adebayo is playing defensive player of the year basketball he's playing mvp of the miami heat basketball and he is leading us no kevin love is definitely gonna hurt us it's definitely gonna hurt us tonight k love has been doing a great job um but again this gives him rest you know he got took a tough fall somebody fell on his foot uh when he was trying to take a charge the other night so you know k love needs that rest and uh as we say kev we have enough no I'm going to tap into this game. I'm excited for this game. I said that the other day. You know, on, you know on I got the Nuggets. I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. I also hope that um, the team was able to see what Michael Porter Jr. had to say. So Oh, um, that reminds me, to your point, Kev, because I didn't say all this because, you know, you ended up 
you know, keeping it real and saying that we still have enough. We're going to do what we got to do. But I was just going to point out, you know, bad memories in that building. Like the last time we were in that building, confetti was falling and Jimmy Butler appeared to be maybe crying. I'm not sure if it was some personal matter or if it was just a competitive nature, but it looked bad. We played bad. Max Struess, last time in a Heat uniform, you know, I'm not going to thank the heavens for it. We saw what he was able to do and how he's able to uh, help Cleveland, you know, maintain a two seed right now. But Jesus Christ, it was bad. Um, I think pride is going to kick in. And I think that the Heat understand we got to do this one, you know, for the culture. This, this, this We left a bad taste in our mouths last time we was in Denver. Let's make it up to ourselves and show the the league right now because if we go on a six-game win streak and beat the defending champs on their floor, you know, regular season game, I get that. I'm not going to jump for joy, but I will have more confidence, and, and it will be one of those things where we're putting more of a, a league-on-notice type of message out there for the national media. They're starting to talk about it, Zach Lowe, Brian Winhurst. They're starting, to, they're starting to notice what the Heat got right now, and it's that time of the year where everybody starts to, you know, Kendrick Perkins is the goons. But Kendrick Perkins is on New York right now. He's a, he's a New York Knicks fan this year, and that's totally fine with me. Stay, on Stay that over side. there. Mm-hmm. You guys have any more heat talk you guys want to get off before we uh, before we head over to EPZPL? And, and, uh... shout, shout to Jimmy Butler, man. Yeah, before... I mean, you asked me that question, I could go for hours, but for the sake of the show, I won't. <laughs> hey man, I'm going to one. Uh, I got two shout outs before I get into EPZPL corner and we get out of here. I got two shout outs. One is Kev to you and your family and Eileen winning, you know, the championship today. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Big Go flu game vibes. Said she wasn't feeling well and she w pulled win, it. W win. Legacy game. These are the moments champions are made of. That's what the fuck you're mm-hmm. gonna say. And then shout out to AJ in the group chat and the Sagemont Lions going to the, to the state championship in high school basketball, South Florida. Stand the fuck up. Sagemont. I wanted to go fire. I wanted to go to Sagemont real bad, but you know, I grew up on the poorer side of Briar, so it wasn't happening. <laughs> to be clear, my sister got a volleyball scholarship. She did not go <laughs> for anything other than volleyball. So shout out, shout out to Sage Mountain Prep on the uh, on their state championship uh, appearance. So I'll kick it over to EPZPL. I don't got much updates as far as scores, tables, anything like that. But big news: one out of one out of Italy because Pogba does play for Juventus in Italy in the Serie A, and then out of France because he's a French national. Ooh, Paul Pugba banned four years for the use of testosterone, a banned substance. He did say he, him and his agent will be appealing the suspension. He said that the verdict mm. is incorrect. He said, I am sad, mm. shocked, and heartbroken that a- everything I have built in my professional playing career has been taken mm-hmm. away from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, hey, I, I know... I'd appeal a four-year ban as well. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bro, four years is crazy. That's a whole World Cup run. Like, what's, you know? But listen... There's, we live in an age where certain medications prescribed, not prescribed, come with certain, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not a judge. I'm not a, you know, the verdict is not on me. I didn't make the verdict. I'm just reporting on it because here at the All Things Sports Podcast, 
this is what we do. We give you the real in sports. And then, you know, I'll give you one side of it. Sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the other side of it, hey, man, I hope that appeal goes well. We need hey, you back. Man. Yeah, you know, we need you that back. Boy, on, you better, you better hit that A-Rod on the ass. I, I did I, not do it. I did see somebody say um, that Pogba should should let people know what uh, PED it was that he was using so that people could avoid using it because it wasn't working. Wow. That is crazy. Right. Yeah, that is crazy. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as we, as we cross the 51-minute mark here on this beautiful Thursday evening, if you tapped in on the live, thank you so much. Uh, Kev, Cardi did say congratulations in the comments on the uh, soon-to-be newborn. If you tapped in the thank live, you. thank you so much. You could have been anywhere in the world on this beautiful Thursday evening, but you were here with us. If you're listening after the fact on all your streaming platforms, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, it don't matter. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. June will be in South Florida next week. Back home at the crib. I will be in South Florida this weekend, back home at the crib. Kev lives in South Florida, back Still home here. at the crib, never left. You know, who knows what will happen. But if it don't yeah. happen, you'll see us next week. You heard? Appreciate you. That's ATS Podcast. We out. Gang, 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 gang.